Hello, good morning to you. The birds are chirping. Good morning to you. The birds are chirping. Y'all remember that? You remember that from Vine days? I hope that young man is doing well in life. <laughs> you are listening to the Phone podcast. This is your host, Claren, Brenda, Leticia, Linda, Felicia, Dawn, LaShawn, Inez, and Alicia, Teresa, Monica, Sharon, Nikki, Lisa, Veronica, Karen, Vicky, Cookie, well I met her at an ice cream parlor, Tanya, Diane, Lori, and Carla, Marina, Selena, Katrina, Sabrina, about three Kims, LaToya, and Tina, Shelly, Bridget, Kathy, Rashida, Kelly, Nicole, Angel, Juanita, Stacy, Tracy, Rana, and Rhonda, Donna, Yolanda, Tawana, and Wanda. Y'all want a quick confession? <laughs> I hate when people say Clarine. It just, ugh, it just gets on my last nerves because I have never not one time in my entire 28 years on this planet introduced myself to be Clarine. I have always said, hi, my name is Claren or Claren, right? So it's always very strange to me when people are just like creating narratives in their heads because, you know, for what? And I've had people here too. Look, this is me going off on a tangent, baby, but that's okay. I've had people too actually look me dead in my eye dead in my eye and say to me i say oh hi i'm claren and they look down at a sheet of paper that maybe has my name on it or something and they're like you mean clarine you mean clarine you mean you mean to tell me that you think that i can't pronounce my own name you mean to tell me that you think that the north american alphabet and pronunciation is the only pronunciation that exists in this entire world you mean to tell me that you went to school and learned absolutely nothing you mean to tell me that you think i'm illiterate because <laughs> what you're not gonna do is sit up here and act like i can't pronounce my own name I, it's mine I own it my mama gave it to me not you I would think that I would be the best source to tell you how to say my name I'm just saying I'm just saying it's freaking rude okay <laughs> it's rude as hell I can't take it and I can't take people who do it seriously like I will not like if I've already told you my name a couple of times I'm not going to correct you if you keep saying it incorrectly I'm now going to assume that you are an absolute moron and I'm not going to interact with you outside side of obligation if you cannot pronounce a simple seven letter name oh baby you need to get it together you need to get it together and i want to be super clear in saying that this little public service announcement is for english speakers like native english speakers like north american people who always want to play games when they run up on somebody who has an accent y'all never understand people's accents you always want to play dumb you want to act like you don't understand but act so smart like you're the most intelligent person in the world it's not giving that when you're unable to say a seven letter name it's not giving intelligent it's giving ignorant <laughs> it just really it tickles me honestly it does because i'm like ah! imagine you thinking that you're smarter than somebody who has an accent because you speak english 
right? And English is the only language you speak, as opposed to the person who is making great effort to speak another language. When I hear an accent, I'm always very impressed because I'm like, that means that you speak more than one language. That means that your mind is working in overtime because you are navigating through translating in your head and then also listening to what's being said and then also using the language that the person is speaking to you like you are working overtime but some people do not see it that way and those are the people that i i don't respect because i'm like you are goofy 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 and you really should be embarrassed because honestly what it's giving is colonialism has not escaped from your mind to the point that you now are so used to taking things that don't belong to you and turning them into what you want them to be, that you are taking my name that I own, that I am giving you the privilege of even being able to say, to be quite honest, you're taking my name, baby, and you are colonializing it. You are gentrifying it into this ugly, hideous thing. You are Starbucksing my name. And that is why we could never hang out. That is why we will never be friends. And that is why I hate you. So, you know, good morning to everybody, except for the people who insist on calling me Clarine. <laughs> it was all my spirit. And really, it goes for anybody. Honestly, if you are an immigrant and you have been told that you have a quote unquote difficult name, or if you are a first generation uh, American or whatever have you and people are out here trying to play you and your name and your cultural identity don't back down don't stand down always pronounce your name how it's meant to be pronounced if people don't want to say it correctly I wouldn't say like fight to the death about it but it just speaks more to who they are in regards to respecting your identity you know because your name is a huge part of your identity if you can't even get that right forget you bro you suck <laughs> like be for real do you think it's easy for us to pronounce lachlan you think it's easy for us to pronounce jeffrey with the g-e-o you think it's easy for us to pronounce steven with the s-t-e-p-h come on <laughs> None of these are easy, but the effort is always consistently made on our end. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. If you are a descendant of a colonizer, one of the most inexpensive forms of reparation is to just simply say people's names correctly. It's the respectful thing to do, especially after many people have come seeking refuge in your home after your people have destroyed theirs. The least you can do is learn how to say their name. I don't know. It just makes me so sad sometimes when I meet people and I'm like oh what's your name they'll be like oh you know my my American name is Sasha and my country name is Adaronke like girl who is Sasha who is Sasha who is she because I don't know her I don't know Sasha I know Adaronke <laughs> forget Sasha I don't know who that is <laughs> forget her I don't need to know Sasha I bet she can't fry chicken hard I bet Sasha can't dress <laughs> I bet Sasha be calling managers and stuff Sasha please no but seriously I feel like as we go and grow through this life we need to be active participants in our own character development I don't think that this is something that needs to be left up to our environment and circumstances we need to have an active hand in learning and just knowing what to unlearn and what we need to do more work on and these are all the things that shape you into an individual 
who is, you know, well-rounded, self-aware, interested in the world around them, outside of themselves and their own experiences, successful. You know, funnily enough, at my job, we get lots of workshops and things of that nature. And a couple, I think, years back, we did a workshop on diversity and inclusion in the workplace, which was ironically taught by two white women. But that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. During the workshop, I just couldn't help but to think, I'm like, you know, a lot of this feels so performative, like obligational, like, oh, we have to do this workshop, so let's get through it. But we're not actually going to implement or practice any of the things that we're talking about here. Like, this is just like something to check off of our to-do list so let's get on with it kind of situation kind of vibes and it was just very disheartening because why wouldn't you want to create a diverse and inclusive workspace why wouldn't you want to be part of that environment you see what I'm saying like why wouldn't you especially working in childcare, would you not want children to see and experience different cultures and different names and different things of that nature it was very odd to me but it's not uncommon here I find I find that a lot of the diversity and inclusivity that is talked about is all very performative but none of these things are actually being practiced and none of these things are actually being considered when we meet people who don't look like us Dale Carnegie once said a person's name is to him or her the sweetest and most important sound in any language. People's names hold great personal importance and emotional significance to them, especially if you are in a land that is not your own, especially if you don't know where you come from. Your name has great personal cultural, familial, and historical connections. Your name gives you a sense of who you are, be it the name that you've chosen for yourself or the name that you were given. Your name reminds you of what community you belong to and your place in the world. And and what's so awesome about names is that when somebody says your name, it affirms that you feel important you feel valued, you feel seen, and you can make someone feel the same way by learning how to say their name. Even in the workplace, honestly, one of the most damaging things that you can do is be going around saying people's names incorrectly. It just gives, I don't know, sloppy. It gives inability to pay attention to detail. It gives lack of awareness. <laughs> it just, it, 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 it's not becoming. One of the greatest successes that you can have as a human being, I believe, is being a decent person in this life. Because it's such a simple task, but it is achieved by few. I believe that somewhere along the line, people forget about being a decent human being sometimes when the topic of money and and other material possessions come into play. They kind of put their morals aside so that they can get material things and so on and so forth. And as time progresses, 
being a decent human being becomes less of a priority to them because they've removed it completely off of the table in terms of being a successful person. So it's no longer, the goal is no longer to be successful in terms of being decent. The goal is now to be successful in terms of wealth, to be successful in terms of possession, to be successful in terms of intelligence. And, and these are personal decisions that people make but my opinion still stands that being a decent person is still one of the most difficult things to be because being a decent person means putting your morals first being a decent person means having a level of self-awareness being a decent person means having compassion and empathy for others putting other people's needs before your own all of these things that sometimes people just kind of push under the... You know how you, you kick ice under the fridge? Like, yeah, get out of my way. <laughs> That's how we will be kicking the practices of being a decent person out of the way to get to other things that they deem to be more important. And there's the word, important. What it all comes down to is how important do you think it is to properly say somebody's name given all the information that i've mentioned before about the cultural importance and the personal significance and the emotional attachment that people have with their names how important do you think it is that you say their names properly how important do you think it is that you affirm people in their identity, and that you show respect and care for their existence? How important do you think it is that you take time and make the effort towards respecting a person in the barest, most minimum form? What could be more important than making people feel like people? That's all it really comes down to, making somebody feel like a person making somebody feel like they're worth your time, making somebody feel like they ha- they hold value by saying their name, by looking in their eye, by interacting with respect. Being respectful, you know? It's, it's really, it could be all so simple, which is why I get so very confused. I just, I, I don't understand. People are so weird. <laughs> when you fail to remember or pronounce someone's name correctly especially after they've told you multiple times it sends a clear message to that person that you don't see them as important it's not worth your time to practice this it's insignificant and irrelevant to you and maybe you don't necessarily feel that way maybe that's not how you mean to come across but that is how you're coming across it, that those are just the facts and you need to know that. Have you been enjoying this podcast? Is it, is it, is it slay? <laughs> is this podcast slay? As the young people say, are you getting your kikis in? Sure, hope so. Sure, hope so, bud. Do me a favor, leave me a review on all the things. If you're a podcast listener to her, then you know what things I'm talking about. Don't make me talk too much. What's understood don't need to be explained. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please be sure to look in the show notes of this episode and you will be directed to wonderful places where you can leave me wonderful words. Appreciate you. Love you. Bye.
So what can you do to be a better person if you are struggling with remembering people's name? Just ask them. Just be like, hey, how do you say your name? How do you say it? Use a recording app on your phone. Nobody's going to think you're weird. People are just going to think that you are making an effort. You ask them to say their name into the recording app onto your phone and you practice it. You practice, practice, practice because practice makes what? Perfect. That's right. You read name tags when you go into stores. Nothing makes somebody feel gooder, (laughs) better than when you come into their establishment, you acknowledge them by their name. It just makes you feel like a person. It makes you feel whole. Little things add up to big things in somebody's day. Greeting, saying hello and goodbye and using the person's full name is always very important and it's always very good for practicing. Write their name down and then write what it sounds like down. You know what I mean? Like you you sound it out and then write what it's supposed to sound like to you. Because sometimes the spelling doesn't necessarily go with the pronunciation. So you can do that as a way to have like a visual understanding of how the name is meant to be said. Practice. Just practice saying the person's name. Gosh, dang it. Just do it. It's, it's, it's not rocket science. Most people, if they see that you're having a really hard time with their name, like you really can't say it. Like you cannot say it to save your life. They're going to help you out. They're going to probably offer up a nickname. They're probably going to, you know, give you some kind of cheat code to how you do this thing. Something. Something. You think about this. Anytime you meet someone with a name that you think is quote unquote difficult, so on and so forth, ask for help. You know, show that you're interested in learning how to say the name and go from there with the person. Practice, practice, practice. Ask for help if you need to. And do better. It's so simple. So simple. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, I just came here today to talk about the crack to kindergarten pipeline. Um, And we ended up doing this. And I don't know if this is better, but I really did want to talk about the crack to kindergarten pipeline. But I guess we'll have to do that in another episode because, girl, it, it, it's crack. It has to be. It's crack. It's crack in the milk. It's crack in the Welch's. It's crack in the fruit snacks. It's crack. That that's the conclusion that I've come to. It is what it is. We did not talk about the crack to kindergarten pipeline, but that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. I still I feel like we still said some impactful things. We will talk next episode. Bye.